five, four, three, two, and one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our sixth episode of Sunday School Detention. Um, wow. I can't believe Dang. it. Every episode, we're like, man, this is great. This is great. This is crazy. How many more are we going to do? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. Um, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> yeah, true. after this That's episode. It's not up to us. It might be the us. last one. <laughs> Um, but, uh, for those of, those of you that don't know, my name is, uh, David. I'm Brian. I'm John. And we are joined today by some really, really special, special friends. Uh, we have Mark and Kat from the mom and pop podcast joining us. Hey-o. They are hey. our guests of What's honor. Up? Yes. Hey. hey, um, so how are you guys doing? <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, it's, it's been a pretty busy couple of weeks. Uh, we are, what is it? Sacrificing our precious when Valerie's sleeping time to be here. But we want to be wow. here. So yeah, that's exciting. So uh, what an honor. We're getting ready for a move. So yeah, that's a, yeah. that's busy. Oh yeah, that's, How's that's that, so nuts. Mom doing? Yeah. Dude, mom brain is very real. I can't explain it, but even now, I don't feel like I'm like maybe five percent here. Okay, okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's We're like get... most of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This podcast. <laughs> Usually, when we um, have a guest, we'll sign on the Zoom like thirty minutes early, um, and we'll catch up with each other and then go over some notes. And then, literally today, like I think all three of us, when we signed in, we're like, "Hey, hey." <laughs> I'm just like quiet the whole time. It's been one of those. It's one of those days. It's I and we were kind of mentioning like mm. it's probably because of the heat more than anything. Like we've mm. been baking alive here in so- Southern California. Mm. But what's it like for you guys right now over in uh, in NorCal? Dude, are the fires crazy? Yeah. Uh, okay? Yeah, it's pretty damn smoky. Yeah, mm. if you look outside, it's like hazy the whole time. Um always checking air quality websites and they're it's like good and then bad and then bad and then okay and it's like yeah yeah so we're just staying indoors basically same i guess the same as pandemic time so not much has changed yeah yeah i mean it's kind of rough because like you guys like to go for walks with valerie often right we can't do that yeah that's right i've been scared to say this but i feel like fire kind of follows us around because last year Uh, there were fires in santa monica (laughs) oh damn when we were living there yeah it makes sense because you guys moved away (laughs) or you guys were actually you guys just came down briefly for a tour and then when you left the fire started in southern california i guess the fires are in norcal when you guys got back home so (laughs) it's so bad we bring the fire but um for those who don't know um who you guys are maybe you guys could this is kind of like your opportunity to introduce yourselves and tell our viewers our our one viewer in new zealand um what you guys are (laughs) and what you guys talk about on mom and pop so why don't you guys uh uh take it away do you want to take it no i'm good Uh, yeah so (laughs) no i don't want to do this (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like every time they record. Do you want to record tonight? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're the mom and pop podcast, and you know, 
what I always start every episode with with is like we're just a mom and pop trying to figure out this parenthood thing, and that's kind of what our you know subject matter or what we talk about is just us learning how to be parents to our baby and figuring out like you know the little things and even learning more things about ourselves and just wanting to yeah share that with the world and whoever else wants to join our journey in that one so that's what we're doing nice so as like parents and first-time parents i mean we're you know sharon and i are not there yet but god willing hopefully soon um it must be just so much work and um so much effort put into being a you know a good mom and a good dad and that's already hard enough, right? In a normal world, but as we're living here in this crazy time and this pandemic, like, how are you guys able to, you know, adapt as parents, but but new parents to a to a newborn and or now a one year old? But how is it like hmm. parenting in a pandemic? Yeah, how is it? Well, I'm kind of waiting for Mark to say the right thing because you tend to say very politically correct things, and I'm kind of waiting like, like, "Oh, maybe I should just share the truth (laughs) that I am buying things to solve problems, throwing money at problems, throwing money at my problems over here." And I think that this is a problem that many moms can relate to. Well, it's not Mm. even that; it's like now that we have COVID. I always thought, okay, I'm not going to spend any of my money on Valerie's toys because why would I need them? I send her to childcare. That's what that's what daycare is for. She's going to mm. get entertained, have all the friends in the world, and whatever. But now I'm stuck with her 24 seven, and I like I actually get like kind of bored or tired, so I'll like check out, and then I'll like go on my phone for a couple of minutes. Right or in the minutes turn to hours, but meanwhile <laughs> Valerie's keeping herself busy by opening my cupboards and oh throwing my, God, my yeah. pots and pans around like it's nobody's business, and I'm over here like, what activity can I buy on the internet that will keep her busy and not mm-hmm. like seriously take our freaking MSG out of the cabinet fill it all over the floor yeah Yeah, it's Mm. it's scary too because we're like oh crap hopefully she doesn't like toss a bunch of salt on the floor and start eating it Mm because you know salt's not great for babies but yeah she's evolving man it's crazy like we would kind of like hide the shoes under a basket and then she figured out to like lift the basket and now we so we put like something heavier on the thing to make sure she can't lift the basket. Really now funny. she'll bring the thing off the basket, lift wow. it, and get the shoe. And we're like, no, you know, like we don't want you licking the ground. You know? like, but wow. I'm like, she's evolving. It's crazy. But then the thing is, like, I'm reading some Montessori toddler book, right? Like how to do Montessori at home. Mm. And and I remember from like teaching preschool, like you always have to put things back together so the kid will be like entertained again. You know, like uh. you set something up beautifully so the child is like, oh, great. Like it's like brand new. So I'm going to like go ahead and play with this thing. And mm-hmm. you keep doing that over and over and the thing never really gets old for them. So, for example, if I if all her blocks are in a box. 
Uh-huh. And um, she'll see like, wow, the box is full. I'm going to take all the blocks out. So then um, after she's done playing with it for five minutes, if I want her to play for like an hour straight with the blocks, then I'll have to put all the blocks back in, mm. but every five minutes so that she's like entertained again. But <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, that's it's hard because like when it comes to the cupboard, it's like, oh, great. This is really entertaining her, her you know, <laughs> but then like how many times are we going to stick like stuff back into the cupboard yeah. until like she's it's like, like done with it? 10 to 15 times in one day. No, so. more. <laughs> More, more. It's definitely like forty or fifty. Like it's like ten or t- yeah. ten to twelve times for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. To answer uh, your, uh-huh. Oh no, go for it. I was gonna say to answer your first question. Yeah, like it is a lot of work, and but yeah, very rewarding, and mm. you know, I don't encourage it any to anyone who is not prepared to sacrifice a lot of their free time and hobbies and a lot of those things like yeah. you probably will not get to do a lot of those things once you have a, a baby at least for i don't know a year or maybe longer i don't know right yeah mm. but does i guess still the, uh yeah go ahead john does she still uh laugh when you tell her stop it or don't do that oh yeah 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 I I don't yeah. I honestly don't understand. She it's like without fail every time you say stop it, she'll just start cracking up like crazy. <laughs> wow, that's so deeply like theological, man. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Uh, yeah, maybe that's how God felt in the garden. Maybe, huh? Yeah, that's an inherent sin. Maybe I don't know. When you were talking about how she's evolving, I was like, oh my gosh, this is how God deals with us or like me i was like oh my gosh he's putting like the weight on top of the basket but i'm still trying to like get what yeah. he doesn't want me to get oh, and god's like stop it don't do this and you're like and you, yeah. and you start laughing at <laughs> nah, it's okay. yeah, i'm gonna exactly. do it i'm gonna still do it <laughs> yeah, that's oh, oh man. man i don't know why but this reminds me of jonathan isaac NBA talk. Um, oh. Yeah, it's almost bad. It's almost wrong for me to mention this because I just don't know what to think. You know how he held, he stood uh, for the national anthem while mm, everybody yes. else mm-hmm. like took a knee, right? And then the next day he gets injured in a game and he's like out yeah. for the rest of the year. And he like straight up posted on Instagram something about God solves our problems. And I'm like over here thinking, dang, what happened? Like, so sad. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Speaking of sports, uh, I know this is kind of a huge left turn, but did you guys watch the Lakers game right now? (laughs) Happy Kobe Day. Yeah, happy Happy Kobe Kobe Day. This is recorded on Kobe Day. Yeah, Yeah. perhaps the most most appropriate day for us to all record together. Yes. Because you guys are huge Lakers fans. That is what we we plan. We got to get better. All of us, get better. Get better. (laughs) Get better. Get better. (laughs) Better pie. Better host. I can't better laugh. parent. Better parent. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. No, that was really good. That commercial, I think, is gonna be like a legend commercial. Like we're gonna watch it twenty years from now, and it'll still hit us. Mm. I, I agree. Think it's like I agree. One of the best commercials <laughs> I've ever seen, for sure. It was really good. Like the, mm. Yeah, such a good commercial. So by yeah. the time that this episode comes out, uh, so Lakers are gonna sweep four one, right? That's that's the prediction right now. That is the prayer. It looks like sure. it. I think so. Well, I think Damien's injured, right? Yeah. He, uh, we don't, 
Yeah. yeah. Didn't look good. Yeah. And he just looks very. T- Sorry. Oh, do you guys yeah. have time to watch like sports? Even. Uh, um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Great topic. Well, that's part. That's part of your guys' religion, right? At, at home. Yeah. So. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's part of it's part of the faith, and if you want Valerie to, you know. True, true. Yeah, you got it. So out. bad. Yeah. I, I really try to avoid TV at all costs. but mm-hmm. So that means like during the morning and the afternoon, there's no TV, which saves oh, wow. space for watching the NBA. Yeah. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Lakers game. Ball is yeah. life, yo. Yeah. You know what's horrible? I don't know what they put in commercials, but it's highly addicting for children. Like, yeah, she Valerie won't it. watch like a second of basketball, but as soon as a commercial comes up, she's like... Like she can't stop. Yeah, she'll stop what she's doing and then just stare at the commercial. And it's like, That's like a WWE commercial came out and like <laughs> some weird stuff like blood. And I was like, no, don't watch it. Trying to block her eyes and crap. Actually, it wasn't WWE. It was the other fake one or the other new one that came out. I don't know. They're all yeah. real. They're all real to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> fake. Whoa. Come on, guys. Still it's like it's not the WWE. It's a new one. It's I horrible. See. Never heard of it. Uh, yeah. You know what's really funny? Uh, speaking of, I was going to use a wrestling example, um, but like in the world of wrestling, the this generation of wrestlers, like they are wrestlers because their mom and dad like watched wrestling with them. You know, and oh. and like. I think you hear this a lot with like professional athletes like they are who they are because mom or dad watched this sport with them you know they played mm-hmm. basketball with them they threw True. a baseball with them and so mm-hmm. you know like definitely watching sports that's uh you're kind of sealing in her her destiny True that. you ever God seen willing. a 5-3 WNBA player before? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be the first. She's gonna be, be the, the first. Yeah, she'll the Muggsy Bokes of yes. the WNBA. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Yikes. <laughs> work, work on her hops now. Yeah. True. Put all put, put all their toys slightly out of reach so she has to jump for them. Oh, that's smart. Actually, you should get one of those um, basketball um, the basketball hoop like trash can things. Oh. Encourage. Yeah. Encourage the sports in her for sure. Yeah. That would be cool. So. Except um, they only make 30000 a year. But, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Wait, oh, shoot. Really? Really? Yeah, it's yeah, horrible. They, they don't get paid that They much. work like summer jobs because they can't afford 30000 Yeah, that's. I think that's the average salary of a WNBA It's player. something really low. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, my god. Really bad. Which you can, you can be a youth pastor and make more money. Than <laughs> yes. It's, like, so church. sad. I mean, that's what essentially Kobe was fighting for. The dignity in playing true, WNBA true. sports. He was big on that. Very big on that. Oh, yeah. Huge. Well, this is definitely not... We're, we have... No, we bear, Okay, so we talk like 10% of this podcast on <laughs> parenting and marriage and God. But I, I guess I just want to keep asking this. Like, do you think the the wage disparity in WNBA is because of like it has to be because of revenue right like ticket sales yeah, and the definitely. lack of the be. viewership yeah definitely I mean do you see anyone sitting in the, the stands yeah it's yeah. like so horrible are they yeah. on are they online or are they like is the season started or anything they or? are yeah they are they're playing. in a bubble too oh yeah 
Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that is what it is. It's like, even you know, like women will not watch WNBA. Yeah. Like oh, really? women will watch oh. NBA. Yeah. It's like it's just a more exciting and mm. so. That's tricky. You know, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, it sucks. It's unfortunate. I actually got into an argument with a guy about mm. how the WNBA doesn't attract enough attention, and he got feminist with me and was like, <laughs> "Oh, they deserve so much more." And then I'm like, "Wait, I need to, I need to hold back." Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm scared that I'm gonna come off like a woman that doesn't support feminism if I engage woman, here. Woman. But yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I don't want to be that. Yeah. I know this sounds really anyway. bad, but like you know how. Um, in the NBA games, you see like people on Zoom, the Zoom seat screens yeah, or whatever, yeah. and you see like everybody's faces and stuff. Like when you watch a a WNBA game, is it like is it like this? Like everybody's like <laughs> it's like avatars or something. Oh man! Or it's like that Zoom logo where like they're not they haven't turned on the video or whatever. Oh no. Dude, ouch. Uh, ouch. Dude, guys, we're going to get canceled. They're going to monetize us. I, I, I mean, we're not getting paid, but... They're going to sue us and use all that money to... All right. We're going to lose we'll all our really sponsors. Sad is the, the, the fan in the thing is, like, wearing a different jersey. Like, they don't know that they're <laughs> what, they're part of a WNBA crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hockey yeah, jersey. Like, wait, wait, what channel is this? Oh, oh God. <laughs> They're like, oh, is this not is this not NFL? Sorry, guys. Uh, and they like leave the. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's so okay. bad. All right, let's bring it back. Right. We gotta bring it back. We gotta bring this back. Um, so we are a faith based podcast. What <laughs> um, a segue! Oh my gosh! And <laughs> that's how we always bring it back, right, John? We're like, yeah. So we are a faith based. Well, we are a faith based podcast. Yeah, and so uh, you know, and we brought you guys in here because. Um, you guys are offering a very unique podcast that talks about marriage, talks about parenthood and children and this journey, um, that goes along Mm. with it. And, and, you know, as a, as Christians, we, I I wanted to ask you guys, like, where does your faith play a role? Because this is something that, you know, we, we try not to talk about too much, like in, in like mom and pop or. Um, even our friends at like Just Jive, right? They don't really mention it too much. It doesn't mean that they're ashamed or anything. It's just mm-hmm. the context that you guys are talking about stuff in. But behind the curtain, behind the the veil of like your marriage and and the day to day, like where does your faith mm-hmm. come into play? And I guess mm-hmm. in a sense, like how what has God? Brian kind of mentioned it a little bit, but like what has parenting and marriage taught you guys mm-hmm. about God and His like? your relationship with him and things like that. Mm. That was a good save. That was a good save. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go first? Um, I think I feel very, uh, I get really convicted when I listen to a sermon about how are you spending time with God? Are you being diligent about it? Are you seeking it? And to be honest with you, like, I feel like I do a horrible job, like, pretty terrible with with like really yearning for that moment with God in my life and especially because your baby's nap times are so precious it's like that one hour of quiet time 
And it, it's like a true test of your human desires. Like、mm. a true test of like, oh, I could spend that time like napping myself. Or, which doesn't even like come to mind, which is horrible, the horrible part that like I don't even think to spend that time with God or、mm. to seek the word because <clears throat> it takes a lot of effort to really meditate, especially in like, I, ironically, it's not a fast paced world right now, but when you know you're distracted with so many things to do in a day, well, even with baby stuff, like I could even spend that nap time meal prepping and、mm-hmm. doing something for the baby or or、yeah. us too. It's so. Yeah, God is definitely like at the back of my brain, which、um, Sundays are good for, even though like I shouldn't be counting on a sermon to kind of like bring me back to God, but it, it does remind me like, man, I'm like doing a really bad job. But、mm. I don't know about you. I mean, I think I can echo what she says, like in terms of you know, spending time with God, it's like not where I would want it, but I think. Part of it, I'm just reminded that, you know, God is using us to build His kingdom through Valerie, you know, and if she can come to know Christ and becoming like a light to other people, then I will be like so thankful. Like, you know, like I did my job on Earth, like I did the minimum. You know what I mean?、Mm-hmm. Like one person that I spent all this time with came to Christ, and now she wants to share the gospel. Uh, obviously, you want to do more than that, but you know, like I just see it as a mission in a sense. Like she is our mission to just share God's love, even just you know,、uh, through words and through actions, and yeah, just thinking about that day to day and just trying to pray when we can. Like yesterday <clears throat> or two days ago, like putting her to bed, like she woke up from sleeping at night, so. When that happens, like we'll like go to bed with her type of thing, and so I was just lying on bed with her while she's falling asleep, and I'll just pray because I can't do anything in that time. I can't go on my phone or anything because then she'll wake up. So I'm just like, oh, since I'm lying here, I'll just pray. So it's like a good ten minutes of praying. And... But we do pray every night together as a family、yeah. before she sleeps, and then we we put her down. Oh wow! Yeah. And that's something that we try to do. Even like when we got married, it's like every night we switch off praying. I'll take the odd days, and then she'll take the even days, and then it, we just kept it up even with Valerie.、So. But even that is like the bare minimum. Like, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Very disappointed with myself. No, you don't have to be disappointed. <laughs> Truthfully, parenting is hard, man. It is.、Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, None of us would know. Yeah. So like. <laughs> <laughs> so like I guess you know,、um, like for me, like being a being a youth pastor for like four years、um, and working with kids for for a while, like you often see parents who are prioritizing raising their child to be successful, right? Like, and I think that's a lot of it is like、um, you know it's kind of an immigrant mentality, right? Where、mm-hmm. um, our parents are first generations, so they. They came here with nothing in their pockets, and they had to work and grind and hammer away at what they have today, and、mm. um, and they kind of instill that in us, right? To go to a good college, get a good education, get a good job, and be this 
um, really just to be one of four things, right? To be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, or um, what's the, what else is there that Koreans really want us to, a pharmacist. That's like the bare minimum, right? Um, <laughs> just money. And, yeah. Something that, yeah. it's not even to like be a, not even to be like a person that heals people or helps people. It's like, just make really good money, right? Um, well, you know, the other thing that I realized too is that parents always want females to be teachers mm. to get that summer <clears throat> off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> my my mother-in-law was like, so you're getting a teaching degree? <laughs> it's a really nice job, you know? <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it you're seems like... like nah. It's like that. It's like a a very attractive job, I think, for a lot of, um, for like, I guess men. I guess like, it just seems like, oh, like, she's got her. I don't know. I I don't know what. I don't know the mind of parents and and things like that. But the thing I wanted to ask was like, where do you balance like the priority of either a raising your child to be a success versus raising your child to be someone who loves Jesus. You know, like Mark, you kind of mentioned earlier, like, you know, I just want her to be a light, right, to the people around her. And if if she can just represent Christ in that way, like I did my job as a dad. So, like, mm. how do you balance mm. those two things? And yeah, like, I'm sure that that's like kind of an anxious thing, too. Can, can I chime in? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think that question changes as the child grows because right now she's just in the toddler she's entering the toddler stage so like Mm -hmm. things are really hectic and you can't really think about that question other than i hope she's not spoiled and she's like some rude punk like that's that's where i'm at right now like what do i do to like instill that she's like a functioning human being that's polite right Um, and then I think eventually once she gets to middle school and high school and starts finding that career path, then I'm sure success becomes more a part of the equation. Yeah. And I'm, and, um, I recently was talking to a mom of three young children, like five, four and two years old. And I mean, obviously the more children you have, the more chaotic it is. And so right. she, I'm like talking back and forth and then our conversation abruptly ends. Cause then she like ends it with. Uh, S-H-I-T is nuts. <laughs> and <laughs> was over. <laughs> so I'm like, I think when they're so young, it's just survival. It's like pure yeah, survival. It mode. is like, like survival. Even, you can't even it. think about her trying to be a light or being successful. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. It's like keeping them alive and then you focusing on your own sanity and health yeah you know like those two and then after that maybe you can think about like oh what's the strategy or whatever but right yeah i guess like to answer your question or you know like looking forward like i don't consciously think about it now but you know like i would that balance is important you know i think looking at the you know bible story of like talents you know that would be something that Mm. you know just kind of instill like being humble hard work you know do and then use the talents god's given you and you know don't worry about the money hopefully like but of course i'm gonna be like oh no don't do something that's like 
won't make any money. Like I'm gonna. Mm. gonna... Okay, so that's Mark's politically correct answer. Yeah. True. <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, you cannot become a pro gamer. Okay, stop. No, no. Hey, stop. Overwatch really League is a very is lucrative industry right now. <laughs> True. <laughs> They no, they yeah, it's an NCAA sport. Yeah, that's just an example. Yeah, or I'm gonna be like, no, you're not gonna go to the NBA like to a, a potential son we have. I'm like, yeah. no, you're not gonna do that anyway. I have looked into fencing. <laughs> yes, oh, fencing. That's yes. Oh, nice. Oh, I think archery. I mentioned it before, yes, yes, but yeah, yes. you mentioned it to my wife. Yes. <laughs> Fencing. Gotta put them in some obscure sport that gets them into the Ivy League. On a scholarship. On a scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that there you go. Good. Honestly, the uh, the U.S. archery team is not that hard to get into compared to Korea. So Really? Uh, yeah, really if, if Valerie, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she wants to go into archery, we could start her. I actually, I actually have a friend who, who missed, missed it by a little... She barely missed the cutoff. Yeah, barely missed the cutoff, <sighs> and she was oh. like nationally ranked too. So, oh man, yeah, might I have was, to get uh, some tips from her. I was anticipating a archery pun there. She like she missed the target, or uh, <laughs> <laughs> she probably did miss like a target by like a line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> literally, man. literally. Uh, well, if I could segue here, so. Um, I was reading this blog. I don't know. Maybe you guys have heard about this, but it's this uh, pastor is talking about how there's different <laughs> levels, different phases of the Christian life, uh, mm. and one of them is the the Christian parent at the church, and he mm. calls them the quote unquote retired Christians. Uh, mm. He says, "quote oh. They tend, yeah, you. I think you guys might know about him. Anyways, whatever, <laughs> wh- whoever he is." Uh, Anyways, no free pub. Uh Uh, They tend to be (laughs) the least active in the church's Bible study, fellowship activities, and serving ministries. It's almost Mm -hmm. like parents have spiritually retired from doing anything in the church. A lot of Asian American parents tend to revolve their faith around their children. Uh, Mm. So, I mean, like, I I feel like it's obviously, you know, Valerie's only a year old, but I would like to say that I think you guys have done pretty good job being as active as possible uh i mean obviously <laughs> with COVID, so kind. <laughs> and i mean i it's like what are you gonna do when you have like a helpless child uh but i, I guess on on that and how do you balance that like what is mm. like i guess like what advice would you give to someone like david who might be a parent mm. within the year uh what are like mm-hmm. what was like the hardest thing to balance and mm. like what's one thing you want people like me to understand like a non-parent yeah i mean you know i would i was there too like i was judging parents all the time when i was in college and stuff like geez these guys do nothing like what is their deal you know like we're freaking coming in at 8 30 in the morning every sunday and like doing all these things and these guys do nothing and you know, like now that's no one in particular in mind. Yeah, I'm like... just like generalizing, obviously, but um, <laughs> you know, I empathize with them a lot now. Obviously, like it is really hard to do anything when you have to plan every your whole day around your baby. Like yeah. you have to plan like when they might nap and when you might feed them, and you know when you like it's just really hard. So you know, like 
to balance it, I don't know, like we're still learning the balance. <clears throat> you know, we, I think, yeah, I don't know. Like it's just hard. Well, the hard part is that children need stability, right? Mm, so they right. need a repetitive schedule. They need repetition. They need routine. Anything that messes up the schedule will ultimately mess their, their sleep up for the night, right? Right. And you already lack sleep from whatever stage they're going through, probably like teething. If they're going through teething, then that routine yeah. is so important because mm. if they're going through teething and they're having a bunch of jaw pain and they have that set schedule, right. then you're very likely to get a good night's rest because the baby's used to it. So. Mm -hmm. When it comes to church functions and like small groups and stuff, like sometimes those go for like really long time at night. And so you yeah. have to sit there and decide like, am I, mm -hmm. am I going to sacrifice my sleep for the night mm -hmm. or kind of take that risk mm -hmm. so I can, you know, further the community over here. Right. And that's a real tough battle. Mm -hmm. Like, because for us, I think we're pretty stickler about her routine as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think. We might be on the side of like a little, little not, more strict. <clears throat> yeah, more strict about keeping the routine, and that may keep us from being more active at times. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like finding the balance. Like I think actually the pandemic is sort of helped us because it's easier for us to be in engaged and you know involved because everything's virtual. So we've right. become a lot more empathetic to parents who can't, you know where it's harder to do that, try to be a part of the church while right. juggling all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then again, if you have three children that are young, <laughs> SHIT <laughs> is nuts. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we have more children, I don't think that we could keep it yeah. up. Like it's gonna get really hard yeah. for sure. I think one blessing about, I mean, obviously we all know that this pandemic is a terrible thing, <clears throat> but um, definitely like being sheltered in place did enable like people like you parents like you who have so much to do like to actually mm. at least chime in you know what i mean at least to drop mm. in and that's you know i think that's more than enough because like we all know that the meaning of church isn't to do stuff right the more you do mm -hmm. the more closer you are to god and i think that's what jesus was trying to like break the mold of like it's not about how much you do for the church it's about where you are in life and despite where you are in life like who who are you worshiping who are you who are you showing your affections to and and yeah i think like john i, I completely echo john too like you guys are doing a great job in, in terms of you know um Aww. being as <laughs> close as you can in the community and um i am not a parent so i think some parents might hear me and think i'm an idiot for saying this but you know when you have a child that is like less than a year old or even just like the first few years of parenting like yeah that's a very precious time for the child's development it's very um yeah it's very important in terms of just like their cycle and their routine and things like that but then yeah when kids get a little older like that is a golden opportunity for parents to i don't know what to call it like come out of retirement if this this bloggers yeah. if we're going to use this yeah. bloggers uh you know like, lingo. like michael jordan yeah just go play like for the michael white Sox for a little bit <laughs> and you know come back when you're ready but i, I wanted to kind of kind of chime in and say like that is what a lot of our parents did the first generation mm. parents where true i'm sure like the first years the, the zero to two years like yeah they were stuck at home 
taking care of the mm. kid and et cetera, et cetera. But mm. I remember in kindergarten, I was running around at church and my mom was like serving after service and having a yeah. great time with her mom friends, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm sure yeah. we all like, cause John and, and Mark, you guys grew up at church in, during childhood too. Like I'm sure you guys had mm-hmm. lots of time at church because your mom and your dad were busy serving and stuff like that. Mm. I think it was definitely a different generation because my mom was kind of like the same. I could roam around church and mm-hmm. no one would care. And my mom would just be like, oh, she'll come back at some point to the chapel <laughs> that I'm <laughs> sitting in. Right. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll like find her. But like, of course, like with us, we would look at that and say like, oh, you're being irresponsible. You're such a bad parent. Why don't you know where your kid is? But like, that was the that was the deal when we were growing up. Yeah. We like, yeah. I definitely could not do that anymore, I don't think. Mm. And even now when we have children running around church, like, cause right. it still happens where you have like parents who are super involved with the church and they just let their kids roam around. It's like, I think Valerie's still too young for us to kind of empathize whether, you know, like, mm-hmm. whether, like, I, I don't know how to, ex- like, uh-huh. Yeah, even now, like, I can still judge them because Valerie's not old enough for me to, like, let her do that. So I have no idea if I'm going to be one of those parents that let her, like, run around and mm. and be judged for being so irresponsible. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Um, yeah. So I know that for Korean parents, like, we usually signify the the celebration of, like, a, a child's development for the first year through a tordanchi, right? And so... You guys had a tour recently and um, yeah, we just wanted to ask you guys like how it was for you in terms of like planning and creating like creating this event and then also just like how it was for Valerie and um, things like that. Yeah, so, you know, originally we wanted to hold her tour at like a restaurant mm-hmm. at, at we really wanted to do it at M Grill actually because mm-hmm. we yeah. love Brazilian barbecue so and we were really excited to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even reserved it and everything. And but you know with the pandemic and you know seeing how the breakouts kept coming and just not getting better, so we yeah. scratched that um, and just planned to do it at my parents' house. And so that's that's what we did. Kept it small. Uh, hired a planner who actually helped us with the decorations and even organize the the desserts and stuff so planning wise it was actually not too stressful other than just organizing it with our family and stuff right yeah it's probably easier in a sense because the guest list went down a lot like we probably went from like 150 guests Mm. down to like just family Mm. and m girl would have put us in a hole (laughs) (laughs) yeah it would have been I'm like trying to decide whether I should tell you no, guys no, how no, much no, no, we no. probably would have spent. Well, can I ask you this then? Because um, I, you know, like for me, I'm not a parent. Um, but is is a tour primarily for celebrating for the parents or is it for the baby? Because like obviously, Valerie, when she grows up, she is not going to have an idea that you guys went mm. through this, mm. right? Whether it was at M Grill or whether mm. it was at home. So like, is it mostly for like parents? Okay, so 
I yes. Okay. When yes. you're planning uh, it, it's definitely selfish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I want I want purple and like pink little accents everywhere because obviously Valerie doesn't know yeah. what those colors are, and I want like this cake and whatever. But then. Um, once you get to that day and you're actually enjoying the company of everyone that's there, then you realize like mm. um, Valerie might not know it, but she's having fun. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because she's starting to become a little more aware. And mm. since she's the youngest and it's like her day, all the older nieces and nephews or like cousins of hers will like actually just showered her with so much love. That's great. Like mm. all day, they're like, "Oh, she's so adorable mm. and whatever." And of course, she's not going to remember it, but you can, like, see it in her face a bit that, like, oh, she's being loved, and mm-hmm. she, she kind of feels that joy. Yeah. Can't say that the same for all children, because apparently they always cry mm-hmm. when they do the, the tour job yeah. and stuff, but she didn't, you know, and I think part of it is if we had the 150 guests that we are initially mm-hmm. going to get, maybe she would have been overwhelmed, right. mm-hmm. but because it was family and was more intimate, I think that... <sighs> hmm. Even though it's like not to plan, she probably enjoyed it more. Right, maybe, yeah. So like you, you yeah. kind of mentioned it. There's this part of a tour, like it's I guess it's the um, the highlight of a tour where you place the the child down in front of like these items, and mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain. It. Can you explain that real quick? Like what what is this and like what what does it signify? There's actually so. I didn't know before, but you. I think in the Korean American's mind, since we're not that familiar with the practice of doing it, like you think that they're picking their future career, which I actually learned the day of that that's not necessarily true. Mm. That like there's like these particular items that you know belongs that have some kind of meaning in the Korean culture, and it doesn't always mean like oh you picked some doctor thing, so you're gonna be a doctor, okay. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like another item where there's like a long piece of thread that kind of has this infinity loop. Oh. And that's actually symbolism for long life. I see. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and like money represents like wealth. Sure, right? sure. Something like that. Like not necessarily a career, but. And there's even this like little cotton pillowy looking thing. And for some reason that represents entertainment. And I have no idea what that <laughs> meant in ancient Korea or why some <laughs> cotton pillow. So random. That's funny. entertainer, uh, but yeah. apparently, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, the kid picks mm-hmm. it. You know, all this, the whole spotlight is on them and then yeah. they kind of yeah. go and yeah. grab at whatever. I actually had like a funny story, like when we were picking or preparing the uh-huh. items uh, for the money part, I was just like, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm just going to put in a $5 bill. Right. right. And then like when my cousin saw it, he's like, why are you putting a $5? It's got to be a hundred. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> And we're like, why? It doesn't matter, right? Right. So I was like, okay, fine, fine. And then I just brought the hundred, uh-huh. and then, but I don't know why, but I you st- I, he stacked the hundred on with top the, of the five. five. So there were actually two bills in front of 
dollars. Okay, okay. So at this point, now she can decide whether she can take the five dollar bill or yeah. the hundred dollar bill. And then his like, cousin's laughing, trying to pull the five dollar closer to her, yeah. saying, "Maybe she'll choose a life of piety and piety. a missionary." It's like if she chooses a five, does that mean she'll only earn five percent of what she could oh earn? You know what I mean? Like, is that the meaning? Dude, that's you know? up, I'm man. all getting mad, like. But the five dollar away. But yeah, she didn't pick the money at all. She she picked the mouse because oh. she actually like a computer mouse. Like no. she sees me playing with it all the time, oh, yeah, or like I'm working movie. on it, and so like and the mouse actually lights up. I don't know why. But it was closest to her. Yeah, yeah. So the the huge tip is whatever you want the kid to choose, you put it right in front <laughs> of them. Yeah, they're likely to. So you're like setting yeah. their <laughs> destiny, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's and funny. actually, I wanted her to pick that because I wanted to be like a software engineer. Wow. You know, just, so specific. Yeah. So yeah. we brought. Wait, I so, thought it wasn't supposed to be a job thing. <laughs> it could yes. be. I don't know. So um, yeah. this so this is our last segment for for the podcast because it's getting late. But we had we had an intention behind asking you about the tour. Um, so we thought we you know like Valerie's sleeping right now, but since you guys know her the best, we thought that we would have the real tour here tonight. <laughs> So what I what we went ahead and did was we have laid out three items that represent me, John and Mark, uh, me, John and Brian. And we wanted to get your take on which item you think Valerie would choose. Okay. So um, for those who are listening, what we're going to do is we're going to be screen sharing on Zoom right now. So here it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> Valerie's Gosh, real tour. Okay. It's so Google yeah, slides saw, for all the listeners. Google, Google slides. Thank you, Google. And yes, you just you may have misheard. So this is Brian's item. So uh, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to listen to us, but um, before we uh, before we actually start recording, all of us have a drink in hand just to let loose and so that we could have a little more fun. <laughs> Uh, not not that any of us have a problem, but Brian, uh, oops, Brian's uh, all, drink of choice always is a um, a Kirkland brand. Dude, drink. even today, guys, uh, look at yeah. it. It's not even Kirkland Jameson. Signature? It's Kirkland Irish whiskey, guys. Irish whiskey. It's not even from, I don't, it's Kirkland's in Washington. It's probably really good. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually very comparable sure? to Jameson. So yeah. shout out. I, shout out to No, Brian. you know, I heard Kirkland vodka is like, the same quality Dude, as uh, grape. It is. It's in my fridge right now. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, I wanted to ask you. So, um, a buddy of mine, he he let me t- taste like a couple of like varieties of like whiskey. I think I, I texted you that week. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But one that I really li- liked was this. Um, oh gosh, I forgot the name of it. Black uh, or blue? Uh, oh no! You like freaking blue label? Blue label. Blue label. Wow. It was the oh, most expensive, expensive one he stuff. had, man. Yeah. Just tastes like blue label like goes out like water. water. Yeah, I yeah, loved it. It it's was dangerous. Just, yeah. mm-hmm. Beautiful. It, but we got Kirkland it for one of our have... pastor's friend's birthday, uh-huh. and he <laughs> fell in love with alcohol. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> I don't think he drank alcohol before then, but now he loves it. So. <laughs> I was gonna ask you: Is there a Kirkland, um, like blue label, black label, like? I don't think so. I don't think it's a. Yeah, unfortunately. Wait, David, you know blue yeah. label's like over two hundred for a bottle, right? 
Yeah, it's pretty I saw, pricey. I saw. Pricey. I'm open yeah. to the the other one, Black Label. Blue Label's two hundred. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah. But the it's but a, at the bar, I think it's like thirty or forty per shot. Or something. Wow. Oh gosh. Yeah. And we well, I actually had my first shot of Blue Label with John. I remember wow. that in Santa Monica. And we straight up paid only forty dollars for this. That is shot. amazing. <laughs> just just for the. That's a real case. friend right there. That's a real friend. Oh, that's legit. And then I'm like trying to share it with everyone. Like, do you want to try it? And they're like, dude, no. Please drink <laughs> it all. Just... <laughs> so is, uh, the, the black label is a cheap one though, right? Yeah, but that it tastes significantly gross. worse. No, it tastes like... Red label is like the cheapest. Yeah. Oh, there's a red label. Oh, yeah. Now, huh? Oh, red, dude, don't even... Oh, that's terrible. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> It, it's like if you had to grade it with water, that's for sure sewage water. Oh, if blue oh. labels like like you know like mineral water from Italy, then uh-huh. that's like sewage water for sure. I see, I see. Okay, yes. I, I will not venture towards that. Okay, so back on track here. Brian's <laughs> uh, Brian's item of choice is a Costco membership card, Gold yes. Star member. Okay, number two huh. is John's guitar. Right, John has a Fender Strat. Okay, and then the third item is a 1996 Toyota RAV4 with 180,000 miles on it. That is my item. Okay, so we got three items here. Um, (coughs) If Mm -hmm. Valerie were here, assuming that the car is the same size as these other uh, two items, which one would she pick? Now, you got to be really careful here because... Just like uh, how how Kat mentioned, each of these items signify something about Valerie's future. So even though we are a Christian uh, podcast, we believe only the Holy Spirit and God and his sovereignty will dictate a person's life and their future. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we are fortune telling here, um, but it's all in good fun. So which of these? Before we pick... Uh-huh. Can I just share it? When you are describing the real tour, uh-huh. and you're like, Valerie has to pick between John, Brian, and me, <laughs> I thought you were t- asking us to s- pick who she might pick to, like, fit her. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Like, as a, <laughs> like, your person. I was like, whoa, what the? <laughs> Dude, that's way too far forward. That's way too, that, yeah, that yeah. is yeah. not. You're the only sure. man no, she'll ever know. need. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> Okay, and then the other thing is, um, I'm a little biased against the RAV4 because my dad owned a 1996 RAV4, and I hated that car. I thought it was gonna go somewhere like that. Oh, oh no! It oh, would stop car. in the middle of the street. It would just like. Oh no! Stop. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Sorry, dude. No, it's okay. Starting that in the as you can, right as you can see, the picture the picture does the car justice. Yeah. Mm. So like, can we just? Uh, I'm trying to put my mind in Valerie's mind. Like, how can she like pick one of these? They're so big, you know. Like, that is true. That is true. Wait, can we just like change the rules and make them like miniature size? Yes. So that yeah. She can, yes. Like, Let's yes. say they're all a picture, okay. like a, a picture of of three things here. Hmm. And which one should she be drawn to? Yes. Well, Valerie has a toy truck that she doesn't know how to roll around, and she doesn't even play with it. Okay. <laughs> she like takes it apart. So I think the car okay. is out of the picture. Really? You don't think she would pick the car? 
Not that card. She might. I don't not, know. Not that card. I feel like the Costco membership is. She she loves like zipping through wallets and taking stuff out of my、okay. bag all the time. Okay, wow, that's fun. Actually, yeah, I was gonna say <clears throat> since it was a like a flat thing, it had a disadvantage, but maybe not. She actually likes picking up books and like interesting. Flashcards and stuff,、mm. and just looking at it or chewing it or something. I don't know. Does she have any like、uh, toy musical instruments or? No.、Hmm. Not. Not really. Really. She probably doesn't know what a guitar is, but. I mean, I won't count it out though. It's like. Well, if it makes noises. True. No, it's just a picture. Hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, I, I'm gonna go Costco membership. Yeah, you know what?、Hey. Actually, I'm leaning towards Costco、okay. right now. Okay. Like,、Kirkland. I can see her crawling to、Kirkland. like a little shiny, <laughs> shiny plastic, and like just grabbing it and like licking it and chewing it or something. Ah, yeah. I see. Okay. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Thank God you chose the.、Uh, thank God you did not choose、um, the other one. Okay. So I'm pretty、Scary. sure you guys want to know what these represent, right? So yeah, <clears throat> we'll start with the Costco membership since you guys chose that. Costco membership represents、um, obviously Brian, but it represents wisdom and frugality. Oh,、okay. so great, she will be a、nice. frugal person. She'll be mindful of her money. She'll be wise with her spending.、Uh, the、mm. guitar represents fun and creativity. So if she had chosen、Strong. the guitar, she would be destined to be a very creative, creative, very artistic, very fun-loving person. Not that she won't be because、oh. she's a Costco member now, but、um, <laughs> that is not what we're saying. Number three is a bad choices in life, and <laughs> represent, but represents the picture actually had meaning because the picture was a broken down Rav Four. <laughs> and I I bought a broken down Rav Four, but it also represented problem solving. <laughs> She would be、uh, a problem solver. So you、mm. guys went with the、so、the good one for sure. Yay! Yay! So she's gonna be a software engineer that's frugal、yeah. and mindful. Yes. All right, I'm down. <laughs> Thank you, Brian, for your yeah, wisdom Brian. and frugality. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. If、I、you had to choose、yeah. between a son or a daughter. Oh, for first child. For first child. For each of us. What would you pick? Oh, Dan, that's,、yeah. yeah, that's a hard question. Brian, why don't you? Brian, why don't you go first? I'm, I want to、oh, know what、man. Brian, Brian answers actually. Um, oh man, that's a hard question. Okay, I think, Dan, that's so hard. I, I should have thought about this. Maybe I should think about this more. <laughs> Now that we're like slowly getting to the season. Well,、um, actually, you don't need to think about it because you have no power over that's it. That's true.、So、that's true. Or yeah, John, why don't you go first, John? <laughs> I want to hear John. <laughs> Sorry, we'll go back to Brian. I gotta get married first, guys. Come on,、oh. give me some, give me some slack here. Okay.、Um, I guess I'll, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll just jump in then.、Um, I want a son first,、um, but I do want one. I want two children, and I do want one child,、uh, one son, and one of daughter. Of course, of course. Because I simply、mm-hmm. cannot afford a third child on a pastor's salary. But I want a son because I feel like if. He is anything like me. He will be a protective, loyal type.、Mm-hmm. Or if he's、mm-hmm. anything like me, he will be. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, I hope he has the good traits of me, but uh, <laughs> but most likely in this fallen world, he will problem solver. He, he might make a lot of bad choices for sure. And hopefully, no bad choices. He might be. Just, he has to problem solve out of his yes, bad choices. He may be a Sam's Club member, um, not oh, a Costco shoot. member, not sadly. even Costco. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I want to sun. I want to sun first because of that, and I think like, I'm. I really am excited about um, one day raising a boy to be a man. That's like something that I'm mm. like. I've mm. always been like looking forward to, um, mm. just simply because there have been so. I think like a manly Christian manly figure has been so scarce in this generation. I would really love to raise a boy to be that, um, <clears throat> and then a daughter. Okay. John Dino. I think I was thinking about. I was thinking about having a daughter first, uh, just because I, I was thinking I also want two kids, and I also would preferably want one of each. And then I'm thinking if you know, like girls mature faster than guys. <laughs> so like, I just mm. feel like I need like a little bit more help around the house, and I feel like the girl is gonna get there quicker mm. than a guy will. But then if you have mm. a if you have the guy first and the girl, you're just essentially just raising two kids about the same age mature wise, maturity wise. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good answer. Yeah. It's a good answer. And good that point. They're, they're gonna have like some, some inferiority complexes because what if the younger daughter gets smarter than the older son? It's like, oh my gosh. That's so true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I don't know, Kat, do you wanna speak anything about that being a younger <laughs> the younger daughter? <laughs> you know what's weird? My as much as my brother would tell my parents that I did better than him in school and I tried less, my parents were still convinced that he was smarter than me. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I, I don't know what it is. It's like, it must be some weird Korean mentality of like, we just don't trust women to do anything oh, no. other than housework. But I think it's more of a, they don't trust the second child. As much as they do the first, it could be yeah. That too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About Brian, dang. Um, for me, I guess I I think I'd rather have a daughter first. Mm. But I think the only mm. reason is because, uh, like I have no brothers and sisters, so all I know is like a boy's life growing up. So maybe I, I feel like I didn't learn what a girl's life is growing up. Just you know? curiosity. Like, yeah, like I like mm. I don't know. Um, but honestly, the more I think about it, I feel like Mark, you're right. Like I'm honestly down for either, and mm-hmm. both sound yeah. awesome. So I, I I'm either one's fine. But oh yeah, yeah a girl would be awesome. That'd be cool. Mm. So I asked that question so that we could put this on on the record. Oh gosh, <laughs> but. Also, um, all the moms that I've ever talked uh-huh. to, they're like, you know, I can never imagine myself to be like this gender mom. And then they always get the opposite. No! Of what they want. That's hilarious. Oh, my no. God. Oh, I'm going to get a girl. I'm going to get like, <laughs> two girls. Hey, but I will say, dude, having Valerie and like seeing how like lovable she is. Right. There are parts of me that's like I don't think that a son will be this mm. lovable. True, like true. I literally think that. Like, true. I'm like, no, there's no way a boy would be this lovable. Like, I don't know why, but yeah, it's because I didn't even grow up grow up around girls. I just had one brother, you know. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. 
like Valerie just so lovable mm. and cute and it's weird like I'm after her I'm like oh I, I don't mind having all girls mm. like I don't feel like I really want one of each like I'll be okay with all girls. I guess like you could so always kind of did that. You me. could always yeah. show your affection as a father to a daughter, right? Mm. Like even when they're mm. grown up, you could still like hug them and kiss them and hold them because that's the father's relationship with the daughter, right? Mm. But mm-hmm. yes, like when you have a baby boy, that's fine. But then when your boy is like thirty years old, you cannot hold him and kiss him and and you know like you can, I guess, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's much more uh, i don't want to say acceptable it's but it's it's just a little weird if you're doing it with like a dude <laughs> yeah, he's like he's got tom like a beard brady? and stuff and he's like hey dad and you're like tom oh, brady. Yeah, you kiss him on the lips <laughs> your, bearded, your bearded son who's super jacked you know <laughs> kiss him on the lips oh god this goes to show you it takes a real man that is true. to show affection that to his true. son. I hope my son doesn't listen to this one day. He's like, well, that's why you don't hug me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I think we are going to end the recording part of this here. But um, we just wanted to say thank you guys very much for um, joining us and being our guests. And, um, mm. you know, it's kind of a shame that we had to meet like this during but Mm -hmm. you know because of the pandemic but um yeah you know on a personal note mark and kat you guys are precious friends to me and and sharon and we just can't imagine doing life without you guys we're really thankful for this friendship um Mm. uh john and and brian oh i mean I th- oh, I, I thought you. I thought you. I, <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying I love you, Mark and Cat, and John and Brian. All right, all right. <laughs> John and Brian, go over there. there. Yeah. That's the kind of parent I will be, huh? <laughs> That's really funny. Oh my god. John and Brian, go over there. <laughs> Go finish your homework. I was like actually waiting for you to say something about us, and then there was yeah, silence. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh all right. <laughs> That's really good. Oh my gosh. It's, no, I ain't dude, it's really good to see you guys. Yeah. It's really good to yeah. see you guys. It's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. yeah this was really fun. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't get to socialize that often, so this is this was really good. Right. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to say thanks for joining us. Um, for our listeners at home. Um, if you guys want to listen to something uh, more intelligent, more well thought out than our <laughs> podcast, we highly, highly recommend for sure checking out Mom and Pop. Mm. Uh, once again, um, thank you guys very much for joining us and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed mm-hmm. um, being a guest. We enjoyed being your guests if we're on your episode. And uh, uh, Thanks everybody for listening cool. to us. Thanks Mark and Kat, Brian and John. We're, uh, we're, we're all thankful and um, yeah. That's it. See ya. Bye.